Well, I had a joke, oh. but it turns out I forgot to write it down. <laughs> you forgot to write it down? I thought they just come off the top of your head. Oh, so yeah. naturally. Oh, yes. Fluidly. Because <laughs> I'm so funny. Just just say, like, I was walking down the street, and I saw a child, and I thought, oh, I should probably molest that child. And then I said, no, I shouldn't, because that's illegal. That's not a joke. That's just what happens in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, Oh, look, a young Corey Feldman. (laughs) (laughs) And a young Corey Haim. (laughs) Yes. And a young Harvey Weinstein. Oh, no. And a young Kevin Spacey. Oh. Oh. And a young... Jesse Lacey? George Takai. And a... I mean, apparently, rapings and child molestings only happened in the 80s. Yes. They stopped somewhere around 1990. <laughs> the, the great rape epidemic <laughs> of, of the 80s. All the children grew up, and oh. there was never another child again. Yeah, I mean, it's just like Patty and Selma said. The older they get, the cuter they ain't. Exactly. <laughs> well, we, now we know the origin of that line. What they were referring to. Was children. Yes, they tried to, t- they tried to warn us. We didn't listen. God damn it. So, you're sick. Uh, I just have a sore throat. So, if, I, if my... Uh, voice keeps cutting in and out it's also because i'm going through puberty for the first time finally i'm so excited for now this. mike there's a lot of things we need to talk about okay um there's Pubes. gonna be there's gonna be some some fur where mm-hmm. there wasn't fur before <laughs> that's okay is that from the simpsons also of course <laughs> well, what's the bunnies right why did that rabbit not have <laughs> he had fur <laughs> everywhere right. else but not his but genitals not his junk that's so interesting. <laughs> I yeah. mean, just like regular rabbits. You see them when they're born. They're just... So I leave one house with a sickly dying person who's trying to create life. Yeah. And I come over here to another sickly dying person. Who's also trying to create life. Adam, I have an announcement to make. Oh, is it a burrito baby? Oh. Did you eat an entire burrito? I had a lot of Nutella today. Oh, Nutella. <laughs> so what's good is that you've, you already have a child. Yes. But now that you're hitting puberty... You'll be able to have more children. Oh my God! That's the psych. The circle of life comes all the way back <laughs> around. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. This week, uh, we managed to do two episodes in a row. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't know how we did this or why we did this. I kept we, on saying, "Like we did it for you." Do I need to go over and record? I didn't know Mike was sick. Oh, my, sorry. My child is neglected once again. Oh, well, you know. The normally. moment I leave. So like, is mine. Why are you leaving me, Daddy? <clears throat> Why are you leaving again, Daddy? Oh, no. It's just like my childhood. Why are you <laughs> leaving, Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> but, Adam, as we all know, dads are just like boomerangs. Mm. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, you're the only one with an alive father still. That's true. Everybody else I know, has, their fathers are dead. My dad was around, but he's might have, he might as well have been away. And Cable then you guy, say 1996. And then you say, that's tough. Tarantula face. You must know. have a lot of abandonment issues. Oh. Reality isn't father knows best anymore. Right. It's a kick in the face on a Saturday night with a steel, steel toe, toe boot. Steel toe Kodiak work boot. A trip a to the hospital. room. Bloodied and bashed. Bad. The corrective surgery. But what doesn't kill us makes us stronger, right? Right. You know, my brother is a speech therapist. (laughs) 
so. So. <laughs> <laughs> reference. If there's one thing you tune in for, it's 90s references on this show. I agree. But uh, welcome, everybody. We've got a lot to talk about. We've got some uh, emails to get through this week. I love some them emails. fan feedback, which I love going over. All three of our fans are staying active. We, Yeah. Right? Active on the social medias when I am not. Thank you. I Every time I get the, the, the uh, notification, they're like, oh... A message. A message came from the skinny with for the skinny with Mike and Adam. I'm like yes, this makes my week. Uh, we also got a uh, album announcement, a long-awaited, uh, we think, album announcement. Uh, we also got some big Hollywood rape news. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> to get through. It was, well, it's, I guess just, kinda... it's, it's just such the hot new trend right now. Yeah, it's Hollywood rape. Raping fans. Raping. Uh, actresses <laughs> yes. in the 90s and, and then 80s. we're going to <coughs> we're not going to do a full track by track review of the canyon by the used because then we'd be here for seven hours <laughs> uh but we'll go we'll 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 do a lot more in-depth uh uh review unlike we did last week we just kind of touched upon our thoughts and then now that adam's had a full week to uh listen to the whole thing actually he, it took him a whole week to get through the whole thing once once <laughs> i finally made it and now my review is ready <laughs> So now we can share our thoughts with you uh, for, ne- for, uh, for today. Uh, for now, we've got some pretty sweet feedback, which we'd like to share with you guys right now. Our listener, Brandon, a.k.a. Spider-Man. He was great Spider- in Spider-Man Homecoming this year. I don't, I'm, I'm, I don't like, catch the reference. I see a picture of Spider-Man here on his screen, but yes, I don't know what that means. That's, that's I thought that was Deadpool. Brandon. Is that Deadpool? No, it's... Oh. God. I don't know. Oh God! At least I saw that I'm movie. Can you give me some you. some credit for <laughs> seeing Deadpool? You saw Ryan Reynolds be Ryan Reynolds in a red suit, and it was incredible. It was great. And then I went to sleep. And we when I woke up. It was over. <laughs> Just like every movie you go to. God, they're all so terrible. Why does anybody watch movies? I'm going to see the Just. I have my ticket spot for the Justice League this Friday. Thank God. Oh, I'm waited my whole life. And then, I know that sounds sarcastic, are you gonna, but I have been waiting my whole life for this. Are you going to write a blog? No. You're going to break down the entire story <laughs> minute <laughs> by minute? Scene by scene. Notice how Wonder Woman's eyelash gently <laughs> bat, bats when she blinks. It's incredible. I can see what <laughs> the, the director was going for. The symbolism there to me symbolizes that Superman shouldn't have let those people die back in Man of Steel. So powerful. So exactly. Zack Snyder knew what the audience's eyes were drawn to. And he wanted to have... It's called Boobs on boobs. Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we haven't heard from Brandon in a couple weeks. Uh, oh, apparently he's, he's been, been busy. off the radar. Dudes, sorry I haven't been in touch lately. Been super busy. I really enjoyed this week's episode. Also, congratulations, Adam. Yay! Hooray for a new life. Hooray for Michael Phelps. Swimming to a destination <laughs> of an oval. He did it. Man. And if you don't know, I'm sure you know by now, but I love sharing the story. Adam has the best sperm. The, the best. Medically, Certified. Medically speaking, the best sperm. So, yeah. Because, you know, my, my wife had to go through, you know, like doctor's appointments and whatnot to yes. create this life because yes. science. And they, every time uh, my sample was given, which... Don't get me wrong. Giving your sample is the best part it's of this so, process. It's, it's the hardest part. Like you had to suffer so much. I had to go like one day without touching myself. How is that possible? I don't know. Who do, who can do that? Because since starting from the age of twelve, all men have to mandatorily ejaculate once a day, at least. Yes. So my wife would like text me 
in the middle of my day and say like, all right, they're going to need, you're going to need your <laughs> on <laughs> Sunday or Saturday. So no diddling from now on. And I'd be like, no. <laughs> and then I send her back a picture of like an eggplant and, <laughs> and you know, it, it just went from there. And then, you know, then remember we had our, our discussion of the edging Yes, over, over several episodes yes. ago. So I'd have to go, I would like, you know, edge. And then, you know, then the seed would Did the doctor tell off. you to edge or was that just something you That were was something I own? felt I needed. Oh. Because the more you edge, like kind of the more, the more production you get. Yes. And then, you know, like they would go and, and inspect my sample. And like all of the, all the doctors there, they're all women. So, so they this bring is good. like the five gallon garbage bag of your sample. Yes. Like, sir. And then they like bring <laughs> in doctors from around the hospital to be like, come in and see this man's <laughs> specimen. And like my wife said every time. I had to do this, which was like three times. They would all just be like, oh my God, your, your, husband, <laughs> your husband is so incredible. He had enough for all of us to we, share. We took a little sample for ourselves. And I, that's why it's, I said, it's pure, right. They have to, you know, mix it with, with, with the stuff. And then they taste the it a little toast bit. Batter, yeah, yeah. Yes. And then they spit it out in a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, mm, it's got a frothy, heady mixture. I don't know. <laughs> How do you do with wine? I don't it's got know. a nice kind of like summer aftertaste. Mm -hmm. you know? So yeah. So that's always very validating to hear. Yes. As you. <laughs> Adam's never been emasculated his entire life. I can't. And I just, the only question I have is, can they give me a bigger cup? Oh, <laughs> cause in that moment of waiting and edging, then you have to like put this, this, you know, it's an ample size little cup, mm -hmm. but you have to like, kind of aim oh and to like get the aim right is not something you want to be doing when you're finally at that point yes so if i could have a bigger cup that'd be great so <laughs> in cold stone terms mm. adam is gotta have it is that the biggest one i think so <laughs> <laughs> sorry we hijacked your email brandon uh i really loved the canyon and the eye of the mighty album Ooh. And the Movements album was spectacular, in my opinion. Spectacular, he wow. He used the word spectacular. Well, at least two out of three ain't bad. Cold Like War was Ish. good, too. But not my favorite Cold album like by... War. Which one was that? Uh, oh, We, we Came, came as, Romans. as Romans. Yes. I'm getting that and Cold War from Of Mice and Men. Which is very unfortunate, because we're going to... Discussed confused. many times on the Ian Hates Music yes. podcast. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, go to ianhates.com to listen to... Uh, we'll get to so his email later. He said Cold Like War was what? Was a good too, but not my ugly. favorite album by any means. Oh, I know. Every song was great except Encoder. I thought that song was garbage. Yes. Haha. Ha. Twas. Also, I've been hard at work trying to organize my own top 10 of 2017 list, but I need to hear Story of the Year before I finalize it. I feel like I do too, but we'll see if we get an early copy of it. We'll try to get our press copy because we have a tentative schedule of when we're going to be recording all of that goodness for we you could guys. Always, we can always put it somewhere in january as well but the fans the Adam, fans need the official list the fans <laughs> people can't finish people can't go on with their, the rest of their year without knowing our list was that all of brandon's message also oh wait i'm sorry uh a buddy and a buddy and i are actually trying are going to give a shot at podcasting Ooh. to make a top 10 discussion for our first episode all right hope you guys are doing well. Well, that's awesome. Well, Brent, uh, I, I told I told Brandon in a follow up email. Uh, please let us know whenever you guys uh, do record that. We'd love to hear it. And you know, I I, I feel like 
us ending our show sometime in the foreseeable future is just going yes. just like Charlotte's Web. <laughs> how Charlotte died so that 514 other spiders could live. Yes. I want to hear all of your guys' new podcasts. <laughs> so we've inspired, this would be the, the second one. I can't really say we inspired Ian Hayes music. We did. But we did we've been around that, Adam. four years longer than him. So, speaking of Ian Hayes music, co-host of Ian Hayes music, our 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 friend and listener Dave, uh, sent us an email. This is this is uh, this is uh, in regards to uh, Adam's review of our Sufferer uh, album last week. Oh year. crap! Okay. I'm worried for Adam's taste in music yeah. after listening to his review for Sufferer. I, I hope he gets well soon. I know. <laughs> Remember, it's only like four tracks that that we're we're having this discord about. Sure. So we don't want to like get that nitpicky, but still. But Adam was getting kind of nitpicky. I'm just I saying, like, I don't want to, I don't want to ruin our podcast and our friendship with Dave, right? Because of four tracks. But are you feeling? Are you feeling better at least? I'm all better now. Okay, good. I was in so pure. So we listen to Sufferer now, you prick. I was in pure <laughs> mental health. Yeah. At the time. Okay. Which I think was why I didn't like those four tracks. Because you need to be anxious <laughs> and depressed. Men- <laughs> nothing but mental health. <laughs> but it was fun to finally listen to Ian Hates Music. Yeah. I got, it's been five days and I've almost gotten through three episodes <laughs> in five days. Yeah, yeah. Including the the Guar guy interview, which yeah, was Yeah, they're, they're kind hilarious. of, they're, they're hefty episodes. They're but, hefty. Uh, but, but like I said, they're very informative, and if you wanted to get into current music, Ian Hates Music is a good resource, because they go through all the new releases, they new listen, songs that come out. They listen to it so you don't have to, is the way go. I'm looking at it. <laughs> there you go. Because <laughs> who, I don't know how you can get through 10 or 12 albums in a week. Well, not in our process. I mean, Adam has a very uh, involved process when it, when, 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 it, when it comes to reviewing an album, which is something that I've adopted as well, because it's, it's allowed me to really take in an album. But, you know, Ian and Dave do all of the research. They know, like, the label that the bands are on. Yep. They know the history of everything with that label. And I'm just like, I listen to it, and I'm like, wow. I'm like, Truck 5 is nice. <laughs> <laughs> this the, These guys go above and beyond. Yes. Which I don't know if that is, is good or bad, but it works for them. <laughs> Again, Charlotte dies. So that these podcasts can live. <laughs> and he also, like, doesn't he sound like like a distinguished man? Who? Not like a 26-year-old guy who has a podcast in his basement. Who? Ian. Ian? Like his voice. He's got a, he's got a radio voice. He's got a radio voice. So I'm listening to him like, this sounds like a 42-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> he probably is. He's probably like 28. Yeah, maybe. And he devotes so much time to this yeah. that most people in the scene... Or just like, oh, I heard track three of this one band, so I, this is my new favorite band. Yes. That was the best song. I'm going to spend $87 to go to their concert and only yes. wait for that one song. Like Rise Against with the one track that their fans listen to. And then I they're in the front row. All. They're in the front row and being like, oh, I hadn't heard you guys until two weeks ago with that one track. And now you're not my new favorite band. You're, and I just oh, spent so good. $60 on tickets to your show and I'm here and... That, that's what I think of. And I'm when... on my phone for the entire concert, <laughs> pretending, you know, on Snapchat, trying to tell everybody on my Snapchat feed what a big fan of this band I am. So luckily, this band goes so much, or sorry, this podcast goes further than anything you and I could ever dream of. Right. <laughs> but we need that. We need a podcast out there for the scene. We're more for the yuck yucks. <laughs> We're more for 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 the the. 
the above average fan, <laughs> right? I mean, Ian hates music is for the excellent fan who wants to devote their entire life sure. to this. You and I are just like the the B to B plus range fan. Well, well, here's here's what I here's here's how I kind of like compare. Well, Ian hates those guys are hardcore music fans. That's not to say that we're not hardcore music fans. That's just we we take a. I'm little the bit coolest more. guy at my work, and Mike <laughs> is the coolest guy at his work. Yeah. And That's true. We're still not able to reach this level. <laughs> I but I of, feel like if we were to listen, I feel like if we were to listen and review to as much music as they do at Ian hates, especially with the process that you and I have to go through, okay. I feel like we wouldn't give the proper attention to each album. We like to give it. <coughs> excuse me. We like to give you know a, a little bit more care and consideration into the albums that we choose to review. That's not to say that they don't. I'm just saying. Apparently, they do. They do. Because they judge the correct way. <laughs> yes. And they tell you what's good and what's bad. But we're also and a of comedy Mice and podcast. <laughs> of Mice and Men was a pretty bad album. Oh, my God. <laughs> Cold War. <laughs> Cold War. That was pretty funny to hear all of the terrible references Absolutely. to that. Absolutely. And then so, we got uh, but another... Uh, but it's good to finally hear Dave's voice. And he's like the... He just... Like w- where Ian is the... I don't know, like the, just the, the professional sounder. Yes. And Dave kind of sounds like his high best friend that's mm-hmm. just kind of chilling in the background on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he's like three states away or 14 states away or I something. I have no like idea that. where they are. I, they, I know one is in Boston mm. and, and, I, and, and Dave makes mention of being around Columbus. Okay. So I'm assuming that's in Ohio. Yes. But it could also be like Columbus, I don't know, Georgia. Or Columbus, where, California, wherever Columbus landed in the New World, <laughs> I don't know. He could he could be there too. <laughs> so now for probably my favorite message of this week, uh, this comes from our listener Daniel. Daniel, I'll start off by saying congratulations, Adam and wife, on baby number two. Thank you. She's miserable as can be right now. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Great episode as usual. I'll say that while I'll be very sad when and if you guys call it quits with the podcast, I completely understand your reasons why. Just wanted to say thanks for all the hours of entertainment you've provided and all the awesome music I've discovered because of you guys. You guys have created a truly fantastic podcast that could never Ooh. be replaced. Ooh. So again, thank you guys. Wow. Oh, that, that's I appreciate so that. much to hear. That was the best. And even his grandma likes the show? Hold on, Adam. Okay. We're not there yet. <laughs> We're not there yet. And I just want to say, if you need a better podcast than us... Ian hates music is where you need to be. <laughs> they're two completely different podcasts, Adam. <laughs> we're we're more comedy focused and they're more informative. I haven't seen Ian make a documentary about two rappers <laughs> from Colton. Exactly. I'm just saying. <laughs> as soon as he does, then as we'll soon be as there. he does, the Skinny with Mike and Adam is the number one podcast <laughs> of the scene. Uh, <laughs> after, you know, uh, we go on to you know say thank you to Daniel for his thoughts and you know and 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 his and his uh, devotion to the show and everything. But he, so he goes on to say. It's crazy to think that I've been listening to you guys goof off and talk about music every week for almost three years. Man, that means he's missed two years. <laughs> two and two and a half years, years of gold <laughs> of, of goofing off. I don't know why I haven't mentioned it before, but my grandmother <laughs> enjoys the show somewhat. It's the greatest. Um, yeah, this is this like is the, the greatest. greatest revelation I've ever come up. With, we've ever stumbled across. She doesn't have internet. So we both listen to it <laughs> when I visit her. She Poor likes grandma. Sh- Give grandma some internet. <laughs> someone pay. Someone let her steal some Wi-Fi or something. I know. Uh, she likes the show despite not liking a lot of the music. She enjoys listening to, as she puts it, the perverts that talk about the loud screaming music. <laughs> so take now, that for what it's worth. That I is just, the greatest review 
of the Skinny with Mike and Adam I have ever heard. And we need to change the, change the name of the podcast. Two perverts listening to the loud screaming music. Yes. <laughs> with Mike and Adam. <laughs> with Mike and Adam. Um, I think that that's a very valid point. Yes. And obviously his grandma is very... Number one fan. Number one fan, obviously. <laughs> um, but very, very direct. Yes. And she knows it. Even though I looked at my list of bands this year... Not nearly all any of them were screaming. <laughs> yes, a lot of yeah. We've we've, we've kind of like uh, we've kind of stepped away from a lot of the, the hardcore post hardcore stuff. Now perverts, all absolutely for life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised we haven't been arrested. Level of perverts, <laughs> but 50 of my 60 albums this year have zero screaming on it. Ooh. So that's the only place where I feel. Come on, grandma, Daniel's grandma. I d- get, with stu- get with the times. I mean, maybe Mike, he's got 93 bands this year. Oh, my God. <laughs> how, many, how many of them have screaming vocals? 92. <laughs> uh, but, hey, I just wanted to say, Daniel, and especially Daniel's grandma, let me holler at you, girl. Let me holler at you, girl, Daniel's grandma. Let me get your, let me get your digits, girl. <laughs> Mike needs a new girlfriend. Right <laughs> he's only gone for moms in the past, and now he's ready for grandma. <laughs> there we go. That's the, that's the natural progression, baby. Uh, so <laughs> he's making that big retail bucks now. <laughs> oh can, man, I got paid for my second job yesterday. He can provide the lifestyle you need. If you guys want two hundred and three dollars every two weeks, mm. oh yeah, yep. I'm where it's out, baby. I told Mike that I've been working one extra day per week at my oh. work. <laughs> and I and I make more than that. I know. That's okay. Let's move on. That's because I got a degree. Let's move on. From to a the, prestigious university. To the feed. That I almost paid off. Not much to talk about in the feed this week, but we do. Are you do. kidding me? There's huge news in the rape world. <laughs> We're going to talk about the that. The scene finally catches up to the rapings. Okay. So we'll, the talk, last we'll, we'll throw that into years. the feed. Then. I was, was going to go on a bigger kind of discussion with this, but we'll just feed that. Feed it to me. Feed it, baby. <laughs> baby well, bird style. In non-rape. Uh, in non-rape. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We're talking about Johnny Craig in this one, so there might oh. be a little bit of rape. Uh, but Raping Slaves of... has finally uh, released a little teaser video um, VHS, baby. on on their social <laughs> <laughs> on their social medias. Uh, just a little stuff of some music playing in the background, and at the end of it, excuse me, man, stop I'm, burping so much. Ah, uh, this is my throat, dude. God. Uh, and then we finally get a date of something, November sixteenth. November sixteenth. Now this Thursday on. Wikipedia, it says the new album comes out in January. Yes, so they must have at least shared that at least in an interview or something that Maybe. we have not come across. Because last time I remember, he was like di- <laughs> dying in a hospital. Yes, but then like they've been on tour a lot lately. Yes, and then last time I heard about this album, which is reportedly called "Beautiful Death," uh, it's of course it is. It's he's uh, dying in a hospital because he's dying. Maybe he's already died, and this Ooh. is like a Johnny Craig double memorial. Yes. <laughs> From beyond the grave, the real Johnny Craig died in 2006. So reportedly, this album was supposed to come out come out back in uh, September, but it, you know it kept it, it never did. Right, of course. Uh, so I, I think the next thing we're hearing is January. So maybe we're getting an, a single album title 
album release date sometime this week. That would be very exciting. And what else is coming out in January? Black Veil Brides. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also Fallout Boy. And Escape the Fate oh, in February. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Thank you, Ian Hates Music, for giving me a more well-rounded podcast that tells me these things. <laughs> You're the best. We don't research jack shit. But we are fans of Slaves. We took pictures with him. Friend of the show. Friend of the meth head. <laughs> <laughs> Friend of the meth, uh, meth users, yes. It's okay. He was just tired and sick. That's all it was? That's why you're tweaking out. Oh, no. And he was... But it's okay. He's alive. There's also another album announcement, which I chose not to care about, because I'm introducing a new segment to the show. Yes. Adam, say it with me, because we rehearsed this back in rehearsal. I know. Album announcements that we don't care about anymore, anymore, because this band band makes nothing but terrible terrible music. music. And, and we're not going to care. <laughs> and I think care. we're not going to listen to that we're album gonna anymore. We're not going to listen to that album anymore because it's Pierce the Veil. No, it's uh, <laughs> uh, Of Mice and Men. They finally oh. released the album release date for their new album. But with a new singer. It's Jack Black. It's Jack Black. So, <laughs> Tenacious D meets Of Mice and Men. Tenacious Men. John Steinbeck is rolling in his grave. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. I th- I think it's time to we just to just lay this band out and out to pasture and just like Is old Yeller called. Tell them, tell me about the rabbits, George. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I don't I don't even remember. I didn't I didn't even bother <laughs> looking it up. Uh, I just saw it. I just saw it while I was briefly like going through Instagram the other day. I was like, oh, cool, that album. Did you listen to the track? I listened to one single that they released a couple months ago. And. Hot garbage. Hot. Not cold. Not world cold. Garbage. <laughs> hot. Hot war. Uh, hot world garbage. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah. We're, do you have any interest in listening to this at all? I mean, it's a new lead singer, so it seems like there's interest. He was on the last album. Oh, so it's not like they replaced Austin Carlyle no, with Austin a new lead singer. It's not on the band anymore. Oh, okay. So More fans. So. Disease. Fat emo Jet Black yes. is is the new frontman. Okay, yeah. is Kyle Gass in it? That's the real question. Kyle Gass, yes. Austin Carlisle <laughs> with hair. How many acoustic tracks are there? <laughs> That's what I really want to know. <laughs> we don't know because we didn't research it. All I know is that because of our new segment of the show, we're not going to. I I I'm voting we don't listen to that. Album. Okay, because we we cut we're cutting Sleeping with Sirens off completely, yes. and we're going to cut off oh, of Mice and Man. Oh oh ma'am. Is there anybody else that we've cut off for good? August Burns Red, I feel we need to let them go. Well, because of these ad- ad- admitted allegations of rape, I think Uh-oh. it's time to cut off brand new. Well, they were going to end in 2018 anyway. Adam, I was going to do a bit. Oh, sorry. And you ruined it by do it. admitting that they were going to they were going to leave. They were going to never mind. Just do your bit. I can't. You ruined it. <laughs> I say we don't I say we don't listen to this band's Music going forward. From now on. From now on. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, what a, in a weird... Remember, there was a whole thing that came out after the album that said something about November 6th, 2017. And oh then, God, on November 6th-ish, Jesse Lacey gets accused of sexual assault from 14 years ago. <laughs> was, what? Wait, today's the 12th. I know. That's because November 6th came and went, and oh. all we got was a crappy sexual allegation. <laughs> Oh yeah, there was that ago. teaser that people like 
went into the internet code yes. to find weird album art. But anyway. And it didn't happen, and I'm very sad. In a weird surprise kind so of... Somebody accused him of sexual assault because of that. Well, in a, well as, as you all, I'm sure, well, are well aware, Hollywood is going through this great purge right now mm. of trying to out... And, everyone. Uh, out everyone, because everyone's a rapist, apparently. Even Louis C.K. is not safe. I know. Now his movies are dropped, and he's off of Netflix, and where am I supposed to get my Louis C.K. fix? He did an entire episode of Louis about how he was nearly raping somebody. Yes. And that was fine, apparently. <laughs> and now apparently it happens it's in okay real with life, him. and it's... we can't we can't accept it. Well, it's okay for him to joke around about something that he was... Oh, it wasn't a joke. Oh, my because God. Because Louis, Louis is not a funny show <laughs> anymore. No. <laughs> but anyway, what happened? So anyway, so as, as, as we all know, there's a great purge going on in Hollywood trying to out all these sexual predators yes. and people who have uh, uh, you know been raping and, and pillaging, and pillaging <laughs> young 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 children and yes. uh, young actors in Hollywood, especially young women. Uh, and apparently, it, it's a spilling over into the music world as well. Mm. But first of all, before I get into this, I, I get into the statement. This is a good thing. I, I think. I think. In order for this industry to be like a healthy one for a healthy and safe environment, we do need to purge this kind of stuff from it. But where are they supposed to go now? We should just invent some sort of like rapey Hollywood like with Mel Gibson's. Like an island. An island. <laughs> a raping island. <laughs> with Bill Cosby's yes. and Louis C.K.'s. And all of the sex offenders that are currently incarcerated. And we'll, we'll throw in Dane Cook because I just don't like that guy. Sure. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so in a weird surprise kind of a uh, uh, statement, uh, Jesse Lacey posted this to the brand new social media. Yes. Uh, in an effort to address recent events and public conversation currently happening, okay. I feel it is important to make a clear and personal statement on Facebook. On Facebook, <laughs> the actions of my past have caused pain and harm mm. to a number of people, and a I want number. To oh God. One is a number. I was going to say, like, I thought it was just one, but there's a number. <laughs> but one is a number. Okay. Who knows? That's true. And Loneliest I want to say number. that I'm absolutely sorry. I do not stand in defense of myself, nor do I forgive myself. I was selfish, narcissistic, and insensitive in my past. And there are a number of people who have had to shoulder the burden of my failures. Mm. I apologize for the hurt I have caused and hope to be able to take the correct actions to earn forgiveness and trust. Off to rehab I go. Early on in my life, I developed a dependent and addictive relationship with sex. Sorry, <laughs> 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 I have to add some levity. Uh, unfortunately, like 98% of all other men do that as well. That's true, but 99.9% but .9 of us don't aren't predators. That's right. It's just, just that 1%. Wank, we just wank it and edge like the rest of us. There's 1% that do become predators. The other 1% are asexual. I was scared of it, ashamed and unwilling or unable to admit it. And so mm. it grew into a consistent and terrible problem. Mm. Years ago, after admitting my habits and cheating on uh, cheating, cheating to my then soon to be wife, I began mm -hmm. my approach. I, I began to approach my problem in a serious way. I entered professional treatment, both mm. in group therapy, and individual counseling mm -hmm. and received the realities of what a terrible place I had gotten to in my life and what a terrible impact. My actions had on people. Nice. Lust, sex, love, and arousal were coping tools for me, and I returned to them repeatedly. I detached my own feelings and emotions <laughs> from from most of my sexual interactions. Now it's turning into the beginning of the Justice League. You can do this in my Ben Affleck Batman voice. Yes. I hid or lied about my behavior to escape reproach. I like when my throat is sore. Mm -hmm. I can actually 
Get there down. You go. I was a habitual cheater. I had been unfaithful in many, if not most, of my relationships. Vicky Vale. Including the relationship with my wife, Catwoman. <laughs> who, who has, with all of her might, patience, and grace, tried to hold our marriage together, despite having to endure the pain of the revelations of my past. Oh. So it's, it's, it's so... Jesus Christ, that's a pretty face. <laughs> oh, sorry. Can't you find someone I could hate? <laughs> Uh, but yes, yeah, so it? It go, well, it goes on longer and longer. Long. I don't know if you want me to... Please. Re- like, oh, you want me like, to read does the rest it, of it? Does it like, reveal anything towards the so end? So many revelations. Or like, the, the next album by Brand New is coming out? Or <laughs> anything like that? Well, Adam... <laughs> because of this, I will be releasing another album. <laughs> A double album. Uh, it is heart-wrenching that the most important changes in my life have come at the expense of others. I am sorry for how I have hurt people, mistreated them lied and cheated and i'm sorry for ignoring the way in which my position status and power as a member of the band uh affected the way people viewed me or but we didn't know about this until now so i don't know it's Mm. it's a weird kind well i guess i'm sure some people knew about it Uh, people that knew (coughs) to keep their mouth shut (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry for how often i have not afforded women with the respect support and honesty that they have deserved and in, Mm. in which and, and which is their right? I believe in the equality and autonomy of it all, but in my life, I have been more of a detriment to these ideals than an advocate. I am working to shed all of my narcissism and my self-obsession by releasing this full-length album. <laughs> narcissism? Is that what you said? Narcissism. Narcissism. Sorry, okay. And my self-obsession. And to be better. In sobriety, I have changed my life and, and my mind in real and important ways. Right. I have also revealed the truth of my behaviors to myself and to others. I do not have words to express the patience and help my wife has offered me. I love my family with an intensity and realness that I have never felt before. And as a husband and father, I have been granted the opportunity to wake each wake up each and every day with the intent to serve my family and the people around me to feel, for the first time, I have purpose. Yay. So it's interesting that now... So I, so it's, yes. So with with happiness and grace, I'm... I'm about to announce the death of the my band. <laughs> Thankfully, since I was such a terrible person to women, I'm a better person today. Yes. So <laughs> I don't know <laughs> it's a weird... how to take this and how this will affect where Brand New falls into my rankings for the end of the year list. Number one album. <laughs> it's very, very possible. <laughs> I still haven't re-listened to it yet. Whoa. Really? So I'm not there yet. Okay. But now I will have this tainted view mm. of this obviously... Mentally ill man, but it's we already almost, knew he was mentally ill. You know, years it's, ago. it's weird in his announcement how he announced that he's losing all his friends. He's losing so them to drinking and to driving. I'd arrest you if I had had handcuffs uh, for uh, sexual assault. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You know what? I'm just like let him float off into the sunset because yeah. he has no plans of of making new music. Right. He can't he's hurt like, anybody with his music he's anymore. He's so old now. He's like 39 or yeah. 40 maybe. Yeah. Obviously, there's no time left for him to accomplish anything. Absolutely not. So just, I guess we'll let him go. And this is statute of limitations, so charges will be dropped. Well, it doesn't sound like he like sexually assaulted someone against their will. He just kind of cheated on his wife because he has a sex addiction. That's not what AP reported. It oh said, my Jesse God! Jesse Lacey accused of sexual misconduct with a fourteen-year-old or something like that. Oh no! Fourteen years ago. Well, shit. When he was like twenty something. Well, I mean, shit. if you're twenty something and they're fourteen, is that illegal? 
Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. The answer is yes. But is it sexy? Oh, yes. <laughs> Double yes. Uh, but uh, but uh, I guess what I wanted to say is that, uh, you know, despite all this stuff and, you know, his apologies, it is good of him because uh, Louis C.K. did the same thing. Doesn't mean that he deserves to be forgiven, but he did the same thing where he actually came out and admitted it. Yes. And he, he said, yeah, these allegations are true and I'm yes. not going to go to rehab before it, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Am I going to do anything about it? Because, you know. Whatever. I've already made my money. Yep. And you guys can judge accordingly. And I've been joking about these things for years. I, so. I mean, I've literally admitted it dozens of times. <laughs> you people are stupid. Yes. It's how I worked through some things. <laughs> kind of like that new Lights album. You see, I'm fine. You guys are all the sick ones. That's all. So once again, let's go put all of these rapists and predators on an island. On an island. And, we, and if you want to make money off them, just, just put a camera there and then we'll, mm. just, like, we'll just film their exploits. That would be fun. Yeah, I'd watch it. They would never create a boat to come back to the mainland <laughs> and do more. Ratings. They're actors. They're idiots. I know, and it would be mostly men. Yeah. So there. The you only go. female predator that I know of is Lena Dunham. Mm. Apparently, diddles her sister. I did not hear about that. Oh but my god! Thank you for informing me. Yeah. Because I well, don't it's back when they were like, well, she, she had like a little sister, mm. and like when she was a teen, when she was much younger, she she was just like. What's this? Huh? What's all this? What's this? What's this? What's this down here? And she's kind of diddled her sister. Is this some sort of a, a, a vagina. And uh, and of course, just like Louis C.K., she just joke around about it and be like, "What's what's the big deal? What's the big deal? I'm fat and ugly, <laughs> so therefore it's okay." Here's my boobs. I <laughs> my showed you my boobs. My disgusting tiny boobs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh so she looks hope- like a normal woman. Oh. <laughs> Average woman. <laughs> anyway, um, brand uh, new. Below average. Uh, anyway. <laughs> below average. No, seriously. That's not the average woman. I'm, I'm going to say most women in America look like that. No. I'm going to say majority of them. No, no. I'm going to say most women look like Shoshana. No, because she's attractive. Most women are she's not, not attractive. She's not like hot. Most women are not attractive. I would rail <laughs> a Shoshana very mean thing to say. for the rest of my days <laughs> in all of Shoshana her... is average. All of her Jewish glory. <laughs> Shoshana is average. She's, I'm sorry, she is. But, that, but she's but, pretty. But Lena Dunham looks like a majority of women. <laughs> but <laughs> Lena Dunham looks like... You know, back, remember back in the 90s that children's toy Gak? <laughs> she looks like yes. Gak. And if you look around America, you'll see majority <laughs> women that look like that. Not young, hot Jewish chicks that happen to have an, a, a weird-looking face. Yeah. That you can still definitely get up to. <laughs> Most women you don't want to get up to. <laughs> Okay, I I am of the there there is there is a gradient scale when you look at the cast of girls. <laughs> there is a gradient scale of attractiveness when it comes to the cast of girls. On the low end, you have Lena Dunham, who is the gack of the world. <laughs> then you have Shoshana, who I feel like is is slightly below average. Then there's that other girl, I don't know who, like the tallest one, Allison Williams. No. Oh, the other the one, one that's that not Allison Williams. The other one, yeah. Yes, so she's like the above average, the slightly above average, and then oh my god, you got us, Allison Williams. Well, yeah, she's like the the pedigree. Yes, but I would put Shoshana closer to her than the tall one. Oh, okay. Whatever the tall one you're talking. See, about. See, that's the thing is. about those two. You can kind of you can kind of swap them because those two, I think, are what the average woman looks like. All I know is there was a scene in like season two where she like took her clothes off. I mean, she still had her underwear on because she's classy. Yes, and I was like, oh yes. I Ooh, would, Shoshana? Yeah. Oh. I would not have a problem with this at all. Yes, because she's a pretty yet average woman. She's above average. Okay. We can, <laughs> we can swap them. I don't, I, don't, I don't mind. I'm just saying 
Lena Dunham is not the average woman. Right. She's a B plus. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. She's a C minus. Shoshana, I mean. Oh, no. Yeah, sure. I'll go B I, well, I put Shoshana Mike in. Mike only dates women who are A's. That's so true. He has very high standards. <laughs> and he. I just love myself, Adam. You know? I can't put my penis in anything that's not great A quality women. Because so, women are letters and not people. So speaking of below average, let's go on the plate. <laughs> I whip my cock out, serve it to you on a plate, baby. Turn that ass around, shish shake it like a shake weight. I wanna make love, wanna give it nice and slow. Gonna smack you in the face, bitch, my dick is yours to blow. Gonna chiz on the walls and make you get me a towel. Adam, I got to preface this by saying I'm glad they used her back, but I think it's time, just like Sleeping With Sirens and Old Ma'am, let them go? to let them go, perhaps. Perhaps. Are you of that same opinion? Well, this album is better than anything in the past 13 years. Okay. This is The Canyon. This right. is the new album by The Used, and yeah, we're going to go a little bit more in Luckily, depth, but I'm not going to do a... Track by track, but we'll talk about it in. And with you, it's much like Pearl Jam, where the by the seventh album, they are no longer what they once were in their first two far superior albums that still hold up today. Yes. Mm. Well, it, 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 yeah, exactly. I would the, give that the, the to band any... will change. Yeah, and they will keep trying, and they will get a new guitar player. Yes, and so this is will... the first album uh, featuring guitarist Justin Shokeski. Formerly of Seosin. He was not Two on the streets. last Seosin album for whatever reason. For, I think, band drama. Recording The Canyon. It took seven Two years, years ago. to make this album. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, which is a shame. Uh, but the, the there's an overall theme of The Canyon. And apparently, uh, um, Burt McCracken dedicated this song to yet another friend of his who committed suicide. Which, I don't know what that says about Burt McCracken. Apparently, people so want to kill themselves people. to get away from Burt McCracken, which is, uh, you know, which is understandable. <laughs> which I'm sure is breaking to his ego. The last 17 years of the used career. But uh, I want to play the first track here. This track's called "For You." Do we have to play the entire minute and a half intro? Yes, because it's important. But nobody can hear it because we're talking over it. If I had five, you know, if I had five minutes to hold Dragon's hand, and who's Dragon? I think he killed himself. Is that a man or a woman? I don't know. I think it's a man. Probably. But his name's Tragen. What does that matter? Because I don't... I've never heard that name in my life. He's probably a rich white boy with a weird name. I bet he was really dirty, though. Probably. Because Bob McCracken's really dirty. He probably smells like heroin. <laughs> I'm really sorry that Bert lost his friend. But I'm really happy he wrote this, this intro here... Did you feel like... It was a weird song it was to a intro genuine, Yes. <laughs> did you feel like it was a genuine kind of statement that they, I did. that this, the, the microphone just happened to catch? Or maybe they did this on purpose and it was I'm, just a kind of very real moment? I, I always feel that they do these things on purpose. Okay. Not by accident. Well, the interesting <laughs> thing about this album, I don't know if you know this, but all the songs are recorded live. I learned that from the Far Superior podcast. Oh. Ian Hates Music. Well, there we go. And I thought that was good because I felt that the bass presence was really good on this yes. album. There's a lot of things because it was recorded live, because you don't get that crisp kind of uh, uh, meticulous engineering uh, that you get when you record, you know, uh, instrument by instrument. Um, you you hear a lot of like the drums kind of not picking up as well, or the vocals are are kind of like fading in and out. Mm. Uh, so it's a very 
raw kind of sound, which so, I guess is what they were going for. So in reality, the album took an hour and 17 minutes Absolutely, to yes. Okay. But there, there are some things where the engineer had to come in, maybe like copy-paste some, because there are some overlapping Burt vocals, which either had to come back in and, and re-record in pickups, or maybe the engineer just had to copy-paste some stuff. Mm. But uh, regardless... Do, do you feel like that fact of the, that recording fact like hindered the album at all, or did you feel like that helped all your I know enjoyment? Is that the bass sounded great, and I feel that that helped. Bass was great. Yes. Yes. Now, as for the number of songs, that definitely could have been changed. Yeah. We didn't need seventeen. <laughs> this album is way too long. I, I think know. we should say that at first hand. And it's like as soon as you would kind of listen to a song, be like, oh, that song's pretty good. Then you'd be thrown into a song that was not very good. Mm. So it was almost like an, almost like a every other song, like went from like, hey, that was pretty good to, oh, that was pretty good. On repeat listens, um, I, I, do, I am enjoying it a little bit more, uh, but I think it's just because I'm familiarizing myself with the songs. Mm. Okay. Um, I do have to say, though, the song for you is one of my favorite songs of the year. It's a pretty good song. Really I can't say song. it's like one of my favorite songs of the year, but I definitely give it a pass. It's a good song, and I feel like you can really hear the emotion and and uh, the despair in Bert's voice, and I think that's important for a song like this. And uh, it would. I always think like a song like this would go at the end of an album. Yes, but if they had done that, it would have cheapened it. Way, I feel right? like so. I I, I I I think it was a conscious effort to put it at the front because, just like he said, he does want to dedicate this album to Trigon, 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 Trigon. That's a good idea. Mm. Um, and then everything else is either bad or okay, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's because I can definitely I definitely gave passes to a fair amount of songs on here. Okay. But there were some that just did not cut it at all. Is there a song there that was, you wanted to? Uh, another song that you wanted to that uh, stood out more? Yes. Um, Upper I mean, I know we're jumping way ahead to track nine yes, this here. Is track eight. Eight. Now there was. This is some good guitar work. I cannot fault that. The chorus on the song. It's poor. I was super excited when I heard that Justin Chokeski was going to join this band because I thought that was going to give a new element to the, the to the songwriting, to the songwriting. But uh, but it just took them in a different direction. I feel. I thought I thought they were going to go in a more like technically sound kind of direction, the same way that you know the self-titled Seosin album was. And you know, and even though I'm not a big fan of the second Seosin album, there was still some pretty gnarly guitar work in that one. Gnarly from 2009. Anyway, yes. <laughs> I can't let it People go. People can change in I eight years. I can't let go of the early aughts. <laughs> Late aughts. The song is cool. This is a neat song, yeah. And, it, and it's a lot more mellow song, too, just like just like for you, Wes. And, like, you're coming out of a whole bunch of tracks by the time you get to track eight, where you're just, like, kind of, yeah, that one was okay. Oh, that one was not so good. Especially, like, track seven, I feel, is one of the worst songs. You know, Post? Yeah. Yeah, that could not stomach Weird that chorus. It just goes on forever. And then when this one comes in, I'm like, oh, this, I, I can handle this. Yeah, it's a cool little it's a cool little break in the album, and it's a cool kind of nice mellow ditty, and it's not, it doesn't take it... I, I feel like a lot of these songs take themselves way too seriously. I think a well, lot of these songs are feel like they're more important than they really are, especially the political ones. Selfies in Aleppo. Yes. 
That song is a rough one to get through. It is. Now, this chorus doesn't seem to go with the first. It doesn't. It's two different. It's two different songs. At like this point. initially, by the end of the song, I can accept it. Yeah. But at the the first chorus, I'm just like, what's going on? It's jarring. This was soft and pretty beforehand, and but by the end of it, I'm just like, well, it's it's not that bad. Yeah. Um. What, what? Now you liked over and over again. I do. Shall we play over and over again? Over and over again. This is the first song that they shared uh, when they announced the uh, album release date. I feel like this is this, the only song in this album that has a bite to it. It's it's pretty poppy right there. Yes. And it feels a, like a used song. It feels like an early used song mm-hmm. too. There you go. Like it felt this. This sounds like it would be the best song off of Lies for the Liars. I'm not saying it as a joke because no. Lies for the Liars is hot garbage. It had like one or two songs that yeah. were stomachable. But it, it has that kind of flavor to it, but it has like, but with better songwriting and better song composure. And, and the chorus is really cool and chaotic. And this song just feels like what I. This is what got me excited for this album because I thought this is the what the entire album was going to sound like. Was I that the first single? It was. Yeah. Oh, damn. <laughs> Odd choice, but I'll take it. And it, and it still sounds like the used too. You know? it, it's different, but it sounds like the used. Especially coming out of Imaginary Enemy, which yeah. was pretty poor, and the EP was the, pretty poor. I like the song Itty Bitty on the EP, the the Ocean of the Sky, I think it's called. Yes. Um, oh, I love this song. I love the beat of it. I yeah. love. I mean, I, I thought musically this album did pretty well. You know, there's the elements of McCracken that you just... You, we're going to put so much more focus on this band, right? Yeah, well, McCracken is the, the face of this band, and, he, mm-hmm. and his energy drives the music, and it drives the songwriting, so... Uh, yeah, he's, he's one of those bands that will have a lot of focus on them every time they release an album. Yeah, that's true. Is it as good as the previous work? I don't know. Is it as good as in Love and Death? If it's not, no. then we're going to judge it harshly. <laughs> yeah. And I really, really... Like, for the last several albums, or last few albums of this, I really try my best not to judge it based on their first two albums. Mm. Uh, you know, sometimes I, I'm guilty of doing that the first time. Yes. But then I have to mentally prepare myself and not do that in subsequent listens. But even on its own, it's like, ugh. Yeah, the song's good. The song's like good. It. Yeah, I like the song, but like overall, the album is just like, oh boy. So I felt, I still felt that it ended pretty well. Okay. Now the Nexus was not a good song, but I right. felt like the last five tracks, except for the Nexus, were, were, were very passable. Quiet War, Moon Dream. Let's play the last song, The Mouth of the Canyon. Interesting outro. Yes, but it was the outro that you needed. Yeah. But for an hour and 15 minute album, yes. But of course, after an hour and 12 minutes, you're like, oh God, the last track is still five minutes long. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but I, uh, I didn't feel that way very often. Because this was the only album I devoted for this entire week. Yeah. So it would because take me pretty much... equivalent of three albums. It would take up my entire drive to work. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that worked out pretty well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hmm. But I did feel like The Quiet War was one of the standout tracks of the album. Yeah, The Quiet War was a... It's a cool song, especially because it comes right after Over and Over Again, too. Because Over and Over Again really... At least for me, it got me, it got me really hyped up. And, and it was one of the highlights of the album to me. Um, this sounds very 90s grunge. It's very... I can't seem to place 
which band it's reminding me of off the top of my head, but Warrant. Uh, but it's not a grunge band. <laughs> Take that back, you bitch! <laughs> I apologize for anyone. Nirvana destroyed Warrant's career. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, what do you call it? Despite the you know the the the, the head to toe length of this album, mm-hmm. I, I I didn't feel the length uh, personally. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I I felt like it was a long album, but I didn't feel like it was a hour and fifteen minute long album. Yes. Did you feel that way too? No. I Did didn't. Like I, would, I would realize it when I look at the clock and realize, oh God, so much time has passed okay. and there's still so much more to go. But it was like, especially by the end of the album, since I enjoyed more songs, like I looked forward to that. Okay. So it didn't, it wasn't that bad. Okay. I felt like despite the, the songs not being as good, it at least had a good flow to it. Oh, so there's that. I gave it a 10 out of 17. Okay. So, which I felt was pretty fair. So they had a they had a solid album. In there was a, there is one solid album in there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one top ten album. Yeah, but still, if you're gonna throw in all the bonus tracks, <laughs> yeah, I'm about maybe two thirds of the way there. I'm a, I think they're about two thirds of an album here, uh, right? You know, from track one seventeen, mm-hmm. I think two thirds of them are good. Two of them are no, I'm gonna say three of them are great. Well, and if you divide ten by seventeen, that's like a sixty. Eight percent. Yeah, so. almost so, Yeah, I feel like we're on the same page with this. Album, yeah, which is fine. So it, it, it kind of took me another week to kind of get to where I am, and I, maybe that's the length of the album speaking. Uh, but I don't know. I, I, I was really disappointed with this album, nonetheless. Though I, mean, I, was, I was really looking forward to it. They they really marketed it as something as a new direction for the band, mm. and then you hear in articles that oh, Bert is dedicating this album to a friend that he lost. So it's okay. I don't expect too much from this band. I will probably continue to listen to them. Okay, but we're not, I don't expect them to blow me away, and I was pleasantly surprised. So we're not going to drop them completely just yet. Then. Maybe not, because you know now they got the new guitar player. Yeah, the next album's going to be terrible, though. <laughs> we can already we can already say that, right? I think so twenty twenty, the next album will come out. Okay, it's going to be bad. So where would you rank the Canyon uh, of all used albums? Where would you put it, like? Under and where would you put it over? Hmm, that's a tough one because when I scroll through them, I feel like 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 it would be somewhere on par with what I feel of artwork, and I know okay nobody else agrees with me on that. <laughs> but you know that artwork is like my number three album from this band, right? <laughs> and everything else is below that, so it would be like either th- three or four. Okay, <laughs> right, <Number> three <laughs> or four. That's fair. Yeah, I'd, I'd say I put it about on par with uh, artwork. I'd, I'd say artwork is probably their best, their last good album. Yeah, Vulnerable was very disappointing. That uh, was a fifty-fifty one for me. Yeah, o- Ocean of the Sky. I liked Itty Bitty, and I loved their twenty-minute outro. <laughs> Tethys. That was the greatest. Nothing but noises. It was. It, it was a real new direction for the <laughs> band. I felt that they needed oh. on the album. Of, yeah. But didn't you say Bert like goes and makes a sandwich? During that during that time, I think he does. Oh, chomp, 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 chomp. Mm. Imaginary some, enemy tortilla chips. Imaginary enemy is just liberal propaganda. I, I haven't guess. listened to that album since 2014 because it's not good. Love, love. Oh man. Uh, yeah, and that was their last length album. So now Ian says that they went into a jock rock phase. Jock rock. I'm not really sure what what albums he's referring to during that. Lies time. for the liars. Maybe I said like this band went into jock rock 
where it's like, you know, jocks would start showing up at the shows and, you know, with, without shirts. When I hear the word, the term jock rock, I think like three days grace and I alkaline think trio, Chevelle. alkaline trio, alkaline trio. Cause that guy with no shirt with his beer up, just, just destroying through the crowd <laughs> as they played a song. I, mm, okay, maybe. I, I don't think he represents the, represents the entire Alkaline Trio. He does crowd, for me. <laughs> 2008, baby. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know when their jock rock phase was. I assumed artwork was around that time. Cause, mm, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I agree with that statement, but who knows? Okay. Well, I have to agree with everything Ian says because he's a he better a podcaster. Podcast, he man. knows so much more about music than we could ever have hoped for. We're two different podcasts, Adam. <laughs> no. One album, 12 albums. He's so far superior. <laughs> My God. Well, yeah, but comedy? No comedy. That might be true. There we go, baby. He makes fun of, of Mice and Men as much as we do. <laughs> a lot. And that was great. Yeah, it's true. Yes. So, um... You so you didn't listen more? to anything else this week, huh? No, and I'm just listening to Speak the Truth this week, Okay, which is fine. And then you're also prepping for your uh, end, end of the year. End of the years. How's that coming along? I'm about halfway through. Have you made any changes to previous scores yet? I have. Oh. But generally, it's only one or two. That's that, that's still, that can make the difference between, you know, making the list and just, not making the list. I'm so glad I already got through, like, The Dead Rabbits and Motionless <laughs> and White. It's just, oh, so, Oh, man. Relisting so, to Motionless and White was What painful. the fuck happened to that band? I don't know what I thought they would do, but that was exactly the album because all the I thought they would do. Because all the albums prior to them, prior to that one, what had, had promise. And they just threw it all away. So much spelling. <laughs> D-E-A-D. <laughs> oh, man. It's People my love party, it. and I'll die if I want to. Yes, die, die if, if I, I want, want to. to. Die if I want to. <laughs> Jonathan Davis. And some crappy song from the 50s. Yeah. It's my party, and I'll cry. You get it? Because die Do you think their rhymes fans, with the word cry. Do you think their fans know that song from the 50s? They were born in 2004. <laughs> So the answer is no. <laughs> that's what you're trying to tell me. Uh, okay. What else uh, you know, on? when I was listening to that album too, I was I was thinking there there are people out there who love this. Yeah, because mm. they did a video shoot in L.A. Yeah, and I may or may not have talked to somebody who went to that video shoot. Oh, for that song. Oh my god! <laughs> it's one of those things where they just you know did a little Twitter blast. It was like, hey. First hundred people that show up at this warehouse in LA get to be in our video. <laughs> Yay! And then I watched the video. And I was like, that was a bad video <laughs> and a bad song. Oh no, uh, so bad. Um, but yeah, I, what, not, around what month are you right now? I just listened to Silverstein. Oh, so you're in the summer months now. Yes. So you're like, is that July? I think it was July. June July? or July. Okay. I can't remember anymore. Yeah, I just listened to that not too long ago. So good. It was a pretty good album. So good. So we'll see where that one ends up. And I don't know. There's there's a few albums already, mm. even before I listened to Brand New, mm. vying for my top spot. Oh, boy. Only at July. So Charlie's there's like, armies there's probably three me. albums so far Oh, that I'm like, I don't know which one will be my top one. I'm pretty... S- like not, I haven't finished the year off yet, but I'm pretty sure I have a top five at least. Mm, okay. So I, I think the rest, I think the, I think the majority of my list making is going to be fighting for 
the six to ten spot. There you go. Ninety-three so, albums. So yes. <laughs> so speaking of top ten lists, you know, I know some of our listeners told us that they're going to be making a, a you know top ten list. But if any of you out there have a top ten list that you'd like to share, or maybe that you're uh, starting to make. You know, share with us your thoughts over on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash skinny with Mike and Adam. You can also tweet at us. We're not very active on Twitter, Twitter, but if you are, you can tweet at us at, at the skinny pod. Yes, the, sk- the skinny pod. And uh, you can subscribe to us on YouTube, the skinny official. There is some great, great documentary. E. I was going to go plural. I know. There's only one. There's only one. But it's still good. It's great. You know, I, I spent a lot of time editing that that documentary he did he he worked really hard and it turned out great it's really funny and i always like i I think back to it like the whole thing is ingrained in my brain at this point so like uh, during a boring moment moments of the documentary will pop in my head (laughs) and i'm always just like that was pretty funny (laughs) it was i mean like i don't know why nobody else seems to think so but i don't know a handful of people have seen it i I don't know if it's just that that i that the layers of funny are too beneath the surface maybe for the common man <laughs> but you have to have listened to the two mo- mo- or most of jar by curious's music to get there's not that a much. handful of jokes there's like literally what 45 minutes total yes <laughs> of drive by curious music <laughs> <laughs> i understand ian doesn't have time it's, it's but, good stuff <laughs> but i don't know how, there's just no other way that we and can. if you want some free music go to drive by curious d-r-i-v-e-b-y curious.bandcamp.com and uh, i think that's all of our plugs this week uh rick I, I saw your post about still trying to get that episode 100 He's on still so. recording it i think still to this day i mean it's going to be like the most longest epic episode it's be a ever. 47 hour episode I finally caught up to uh, the episodes without Adam Eminon. Oh, and it was so sad to see him go. Did you? So you got? So you got to listen to his uh, his uh, his deal breakers. There was never a discussion of deal breakers. That episode I don't know must have been purged. What then. you're talking about? That episode must have been purged. <laughs> but I swear that was like one of the last ones. There was no discussion of deal breakers on episode fifty-one. Or I'm going to ask Rick, and he's going to agree with me. But I'm pretty sure that one was purged. But somewhere around there. Adam makes mention of the things that he does that he doesn't tell people about. And I, and they didn't announce what it was on the podcast, but obviously Rick knows what it was. And Rick mm. is telling him that he just needs to own that shit and put it out there and, you know, fuck people who don't like it. Cause you know, Rick's a real man. One of those things that he, and he then does the following week, transition into a woman, the following week, Adam <laughs> Eminon leaves the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> One of those things that he does is leave podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, you could definitely see his interest waning. Oh over, yeah, over yeah. the year and a half, they're two very different people too. So, you know, it's, you could you could see that they they it's just the didn't being have that as an ocean rock. podcast. Ra 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 ra. Four hundred one k. But uh, thank you guys. Oh god, for, I have to listen to that album again to, eventually, don't I? <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in to this week's. I think you're gonna like it. But uh, <laughs> tuning in to this week's episode. Uh, for my co-host Adam, I am your co-host Mike. Uh, tune in next time to Skinny with Mike and Adam, and we'll and uh, and especially in the coming weeks because we're going to be having our end of the year discussion, our favorite albums, uh, our our favorite albums of the year, and our favorite episodes to do of the year as well. And songs of the year, and that's coming in January. Guitar riffs of the year, mm-hmm. that's coming in February. Bass lines of the year, that's coming in January as well. <laughs> um, how many other things go into music? Uh, the best winking at the audience oh. of, out of ten. 
the best episode of Generation Oddcast of the year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so many episodes. <laughs> I have to listen to all of them. There's uh, there's so many. There's just too many to count. <laughs>